Hello everyone, before we get to the main episode, we are going to do our thank yous to all of our lovely, amazing patrons who help support us. Uh, to start, we're going to start with thanking our Neon Haze Clubbers. Thank you, Albert Halbert. Thank you, Gorham Palmer. Next, we'll thank our Shadows Regulars. Thank you for your support, Jamie and Sabino. Thank you for your support, Janice Libby. Thank you so for your support, Elizabeth Palmer. Uh, and finally, and last, but very much not least, thank you, Otto Hauser, for your support. And just a thank you to all of our patrons. As we've said before, your support of us helps us keep this podcast going. It's really because of you guys and your support to us that we get to do this and make these podcasts, and that means so much to all of us. It really does. Thank you. On to our regularly scheduled programming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the D3 podcast, where the rules are suggestions and the suggestions are rules. As never, I'm your <laughs> lovely and unfaithful GM, Caleb. And as always, with me, we have... Hi, I'm Ruby, and I realized today that vinyl is not spelled with an L-E at the end, but it's spelled with a Y, and that word is not pronounced vinyl And you're playing... <laughs> oh, and I'm playing, uh, let me just double check. I had so hoped that your character was named Vinyl. <laughs> no. Uh, my character's name is, uh, uh, Dale Johnson. Dale okay, jo- cool. Johnson. I'm right, Dale. Cool. Nice to meet you. And, also with us. Hi, I'm Jacob, and I'll be playing Alessandro Diaz for this session. Wow, you sound Love. way too fucking eager. Fuck off. Love that enthusiasm. Um, no, Caleb appreciates no, my enthusiasm. <laughs> so you yes, may have noticed we're doing I things only... a little bit uh, differently uh, here. Um, you know, I'm running this one off uh, this time. So if it's different tonally and it's a different, slightly different style of storytelling, you could probably tell that's why. Um, Is Caleb's a weirdo who does weird things and tells weird yes. stories. Yes, it's Jacob. True. But, but, but. They lived through me, possibly. That's so true. they'll be fine. If they can survive Ruby, they can survive anything. That's very true. That's what I plan to tell my children. Yeah, so shall we uh shall we just get into it? Sure thing. So our story opens, as always, in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh Boston. we find ourselves Boston. Uh Boston. we find ourselves in an opera house. Ooh, fancy. After a night at the opera, uh we see Or a night at the opera, air quotes. A number of figures scattered about on this area. This opera house, as we know, is owned uh, by the Court of Hearts. They've owned the place for a little while, and people from other courts are welcome there, but it's usually Court of Hearts people that are seen at this fine establishment. Um, Or just regular mortals going to the opera. 
There's a there's a couple quarter diamond people in back counting up the tickets. Yeah, exactly. Now, for what one reason or another, uh, the two of you have come to this opera, um, and you actually have both already heard about something you seek. Both Mm. of you are seeking um, the keys which act as the symbol of the entitlement of the keepers of keys. Now, for a little Mm. bit of an explanation, changelings have things they can get called entitlements. Caleb, Caleb, you don't need to explain this. I know we're playing Kingdom Hearts. It's okay. Yeah, of course. We're going Um, for keyblades. (laughs) That was a good joke. I made a good joke. (laughs) Badly timed, but it was a good one. Um, The entitlements are where a changeling can gain a title, which gives them certain privileges and power and esteem and a bit of a purpose, but and also sort of sets them apart from the courts and the freehold. They no longer need the court in order to feel protected, and they they can stand on their own two feet. So we start with the two of you in this opera house staying in after what went down. Uh, would you like to describe <laughs> is, what your character is? Is what went doing? down what in went opera? Down. Yeah, exactly. Um, there was there okay, was okay. Good because I was like, was there a gruesome um, murder? A chandelier, a chandelier Did fell some on old someone. People? Is there a phantom, Caleb? Is there a phantom in this opera house? I'm going to go look for the phantom. Okay, so yeah, there better be a describe phantom. your characters. What are you doing? Are you talking to anyone in particular? There's a few characters. Um, Wait, around what the led opera us to hear that, that can... the keys are there? The keys aren't here, but there are people here that may know the location. Okay. Of the keys. Would you like to go first, Ruby, or would you like me to? Do we know what the keys look like? Yes. Um, one of they look like gigantic keys that you can use um, as swords. Um, not like that. Big, I hate you. But uh. You could use them maybe as knives. Um, it's more of a key dagger <laughs> than a key if blade. If we're walking home late at night to our car and we don't feel safe. Yeah, perfect. That's um, too, too real, man. Too real. They're like old-timey keys. They're like old-timey keys. You know, the one that you expect to like open a really, really old Or that, with like, that cupboard, like that magical cupboard that on makes it. toys come alive. Yeah, um, one of them looks to be made of silver and another one looks to be Pinky. made of gold. I didn't mean to say that out loud. Um, I know, and your emphasis on key suggested it to be a pun to me. And I, that honestly, that's the most outrageous thing. I, I just was thinking, hey, silver and gold, that's shiny. That's kinky. I'm very tired. I worked. I had a six-hour class today. That doesn't um, matter to most of the people here. So uh, Change things you, can see through masks automatically. We have our masks up, I assume. Yeah, because they... You know, glamour doesn't really affect them so much. But uh, for, okay, like, okay. narrative-wise, why don't we start with what our characters look like with the mask up? Yeah, sure. So uh, my character's uh, about 6'3". Christ. At least 250 Jesus, pounds. why do you always play such big uh, people in these? Because I'm smaller than everyone also, I know, your okay? Your character has, like, average strength, too. So he's not, like, particularly yeah. strong. Um, but he's a big dude. Um, he has sort of mousy brown hair and sort of a nondescript, easy-to-manage style, but it still looks good. Um, and he, uh, is wearing, like, a, a vest and, like, a, a kind of slightly rattier than it probably should be dress coat. Um, and a pair of, like, you're not sure if they're, like, actually black nice dress pants or, like, a solid pair of black jeans, um, with big boots. And he is, uh, he's about average looking, like, on attractiveness scale. But he, like, 
He looks he looks like if Joseph Joestar was a real person oh, in the wow. real world. You you're so literally just like, doing that because we were just watching JoJo's, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I mean listen, Joseph Joestar is a treasure. He's built like Joseph. So gay. Now I have to make my character look like Caesar. Thanks. No. God. No. No, 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 no. No, he. That's his husband. I love what I love what Henry said when I first showed him JoJo's part two. He's like, he looked at Joseph and he's like, so wait, you're telling me that this guy had children with two women? <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, listen, yeah, me and Ruby talked about this. Just because he ends up in a heteronormative relationship with Susie does- doesn't mean he's not bisexual. Exactly. Uh, it's true. He does have massive bi energy. He he radiates bi energy. He just, reeks of bisexuality, and I love it. Just like how his uh, grandson has just huge asexual energy. Yes. Yes, he does. Anyway, yes, that's, not, does. That, that's not what I'm here for. Although I'm happy to keep going. <laughs> We, no, we're no, not gonna we turn can. this into D three, the JoJo's <laughs> we can't, we can't. adventure. We can't, we can't, we can't. I will warn you, there is a part of this session coming up that's gonna be very homoerotic, but that doesn't matter. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> it's I'm expected. I'm a gay character. I'd imagine it would be. Okay, so I guess my character's turn after all that. <laughs> Your character's turn. Yeah. Uh, my character is not like six three. He's actually a little under six feet. He's probably around five ten. He has like still taller than me. He has a uh like uh he has a bit of a thinner build. It's a bit more like a runner's build with um a little bit a little bit of weight on him still. He has a uh, tan skin and like a five o'clock shadow, and his hair also looks kinda untempt and a bit longer than it should look for like uh he has not seen a barber recently. And yeah. Yeah, that that's about it. Like he looks like he's fit, but not like particularly thin, but also not particularly broad-shouldered like Ruby's character. He's he's not mm-hmm. he's not quite a beefcake. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, and he looks like he probably could do with a shave and a haircut. Yeah, my character looks like he he probably hasn't shaved in twenty four hours. But like, not like he's growing a beard. My my character's probably a couple of days. It's like getting, it's going from like five o'clock into scruff territory. <laughs> yeah, my guy's five o'clock. Incredible. Um, so what are my your... man is fuzzy, but you don't see that. What do your characters look like under the mask? Uh, I'll I'll start. Um, I'd start with this one. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, he looks like his body is uh, made out of like this dark wood, and right around like his shoulder. Like, right below his uh, chest upward, including his arms and head, have this, like, bright, flickering glow to them. Almost like a glow you would get from a torch or a fire, except for there's no actual fire there. Um, my character looks like a Spartan. Interesting. Oh, like, he... to the T, shining, shining, shining bronze armor, small shield strapped on. Um, and he has a spear, like a throwing spear, um, attached to his back, but it's shattered and like floating. Mm. Uh, like it's still like attached to his back, but it's like in pieces floating behind him, sort of glowing. And he like, he like radiates with this sort of soft light of, um, like an orange sunset glow, but very, very softly not to like add any light. So there are four other changelings at this opera house. And one of them, who I'll get to in a moment 
has some information you hear about the keys. Um, the first changeling is Orca. She's a very a very attractive young woman who, under the mask, um, she has these like pink eyes that seem to sort of shimmer in a weird way, um, and she has hair that is made out of like a pink water. Weird. Um, there's there's Griffin who has a, has a look pretty similar to uh, your character Ruby in that he uh, looks like like either like a Greek or like probably a Roman. He looks like a living Roman statue mm. under the mask. Is he painted or no? No. Because um, Roman statues are painted. Um, there's Cole, who is an ogre, who looks like a... He's big with the mask up. With the mask off, he looks even bigger. And he looks mm-hmm. like just like the hugest... like He looks like sort of like a huge sort of rodent type thing with like weird bulges and bumps in different areas. Hey, hey, Caleb. Yeah? Hey, Caleb. Yeah? Is he a fatorato? I'm going to continue. Um, so so he pretty much looks like a boss enemy from Vermintide. Sure. Um, yeah, that I works. I love that game. Despite its hatred of rats, it is beautiful. And then after them, there is uh, Jill, who is also very large. Because uh, both... So Griffin, you know, is a uh, ferris. Is an elemental, excuse me. Orca is a ferris. Cole and Jill are both ogres. Jill is a rather large woman with... Um, Pale skin, under the mask, she has, like, completely pale skin that looks kind of rubbery, pointed teeth, and although she has eye sockets, they are, like, completely filled in with skin. Gross. Mm-hmm. That's gross. Uh, so it does, it's just, like, eye sockets with no eyes. Okay, then. Do we know these people? You may have seen them out and about. Um, they're part of the Freehold. Um, Orca and Griffin are both part of the Court of Hearts. Um, mm. As is, uh... Jill, honestly. Are, are any of them Diamond's Court? Um, Cole is. Okay, so that's what my character is, so. Um, and you've heard that Jill uh, is the one who found out this, who knows this information. Cool. Okay, I know what Dale's doing. What's Dale doing? Uh, Dale's gonna walk right up to Jill. Hmm? Um, ma'am, uh, uh, my name is Dale. I'm uh, uh, an investigator from uh, Hoplite Investigations. Uh, nice to meet you. Uh, he puts out his hand to shake. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, what'd you think of the show? It was alright, I've seen better. This is the one with water hair? No, this is the one with the eyes. Oh, okay. This is not the freakiest thing Dale's seen. Well, yeah, do, do, did we did we set up this meeting, meeting beforehand, or? No, you both just heard she'd be here. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Well, uh, no matter what, I've noticed that uh, the operas here are very well done, even if they aren't uh, all on par as a... Can he, like, name one of the operas from last year that he thinks was really successful? Does he know any? He and his husband, I think, go to the opera. Okay. Sure, he can He can name drop. Yeah, he'll name drop. Yeah, she goes... He is very gay. I'm... With a description I'm like what you've given him. <laughs> I'd be surprised if he wasn't. Um, yeah, he's very gay. Does she just go, mm-hmm? Yeah, she goes like, look, are you buttering me up for something, or? Well, I usually like to give a little niceties, but let's cut to, to the point. Uh, you know about the keys, don't you? Mm-hmm. I may have heard a thing or two. Well, uh, somebody needs to take up that uh, burden, in a sense, and uh, I'm up for the task. So, question, mm-hmm. uh, GM, did we come here together, 
or are we here? Uh, are we both to, here do... separately looking for the keys, or did we like come here as like an adventuring group? I think you came here as a. I think you two are part of a motley. Oh, okay. So okay. we so we know so each other buddies. decently. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So um, Alessandro isn't just eavesdropping to... then. Yeah. He's going to um, say, uh, now clearly having them in the hands of somebody who is trustworthy is important. And I believe that uh, a ex-military man myself, who uh, works mostly for the courts of Boston in my position as an investigator, would be a good place to put that trust. Mm, okay. Well, I happen to know that there is a individual in the goblin market that claims to know the location of both of the keys you could try there he hasn't let me down before although he is a hobgoblin so you know i'll let you take that however you want uh he just sort of quietly nods he's by the way he's in he's in military resting position with his arms crossed yeah she's uh she's pondering she's got um her elbow resting on her arm which in turn is resting on her stomach and she's sort of rubbing her lower lip with her thumb is she lying? You can try to roll uh, empathy to find out. Oh, shit, I realize I don't think either of us have empathy. Wits plus empathy to find out. Well. Oh, oh. Remember, though, Ruby, you don't yeah. take a penalty for that because yeah. you're a fairest. No, I was going to say, um, wits plus empathy, and I don't have empathy, so that's three die. Three successes, bitches! <laughs> okay, yeah, that's... she's she's telling the truth. She doesn't seem to have much interest in them herself. Thank you very much, ma'am, for that information. Of course. I'll use it wise. Uh, what's the name of this contact? He goes by the name of Moon Crash Moon. Oh, no. He likes some moon moon pun. He's a, uh, a scavenger. You can find him in the goblin market. I believe he might have some sort of... How would one describe it? It's kind of like a junkyard where you can dr- drop stuff off. Okay, then. Sounds good. What's your character's name? This character? Jill. Jacob. 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 Mm, my character? Yeah. Alessandro. Alessandro? Hmm? Ready to head out? Mm-hmm. He may have been eating some of the snacks they laid out in the lobby. Thank God. My God, man. Do you want me to take you to my hair hairdresser? No, it's fine. It would just get messed up anyway. You just, you just, he does that like, it's like, it's like a, a, a father disapproving of a son shake of a head. Listen, there. All right, let's get going. Listen, there aren't a lot of hairdressers in the middle of the jungle in Central and South South America. Need anything to be junked? He kind of shrugs. You know uh, that it might be good to have an offering if you want information. Let's let's stop at my place. You don't necessarily know from Jill's description what Moon Crash Moon might want, but junk. Yeah, probably some junk. sort of trash. All right. Uh, yeah, Alessandro, follow. We'll go to your house first, and then he'll probably stop by his place to pick up his Grab stuff. something? Sounds good. I assume Dale's driving? Sure. I don't think Alessandro awesome. owns a car. How old is Alessandro? Oh, he's like 26. <sighs> so uh, Dale will drive them to his place. Okay. Cool. Um, his place is in Boston suburbs, uh, near uh, the, uh, like, the Minutemen, the, like, Somerville Mil- Minutemen Center. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I know what you, what you mean. Yeah. Along the Minuteman... Yeah, it's like right on the border of Cambridge. Along the Minuteman bike trail. Yeah, yeah, along the bike trail. Um, His house is right around there. I assume it's later. Yes, I mean, it's very late in the evening. So it's like 10? Yeah, it's like around 10. 
Uh, he turns to him and says, now be quiet or my husband is going to kill you because the five-year-old has been having a lot of trouble falling asleep as of late and I don't want to wake him up. Got it? He nods. Good, he says, good. if I can sneak around a bunch of sleeping monkeys in the jungle, I think I can handle a five-year-old. They seem pretty similar. They really, they're, they're so much smarter. It's amazing. And also so much dumber. He tried to put an entire pencil in his nose today. Mm, you're very much make me be thankful I do not have kids myself. I mean, he's also great. He he, he drew me and his, his dad, so that was nice. But uh, for some reason, his dad was taller. Mm? Just, you've, you've, you've met, you've met, you've met, I can't think of a white boy name. Daryl. No, Dale and Daryl cannot be a gay <laughs> couple. <laughs> Damn it, you got me. You caught my plan. I caught your plan, and I raise you, Dave. Dave and Dale? Yeah. I mean, same, but uh, I'm kind of stuck with this, so might as well keep it up to snuff. Um, so when they get to Dale's house, now I'm GMing. Haha, Caleb, because you don't know what Dale's house looks like. Take that. Um, so when they get to Dale's house, it's like this nice like little suburb house. Out of his army trunk, he pulls out, it's about four inches of glass, thick, like it's four inches thick and 12 inches by 12 inches. And it has rounded corners, um, but otherwise it is literally just a hunk of glass with some industrial adhesive on it. And he sort of just looks at it and he's like, I'm going to miss you, as he sort of pats it lightly. What, what is that? It's a tank window. He, he like... He looks so fucking pleased. It's a tank window. I was friends with some of the engineers, and uh, at one point they needed to replace the window of uh, the tank chassis, and then they had this whole window, and they were like, hey, hey, hey Dale, you like weird shit. Wanted to Alrighty window? then. Well, I'm glad that it's you're willing to give it up then. It has some emotional value. Alright then. Yeah, but Dave would uh, kill me if I kept it. All right, let's go. Oh, he texts Dave where he's gonna be. He told Dave he was gonna be out for the night, but he like texts him like, "Hey, this is what's happening. Keeping you uh, up to date." Is Dave a a mortal? A mortal? No, Dave is also a changeling. Dave, he and Dave met. Here's Dave and him's backstory. Uh, he and Dave met when they okay. were in training, and they were really close buds. And then they got, uh, like, close buds to the point where, like, like Dale was, like, one of the groomsmen in his wedding. And then they got deployed together to Afghanistan. And then when they were deployed there, they got picked up by a true fae. And then they spent what felt like decades as gladiators in some weird-ass classic, freaking gladiatorial world. Because they wanted true warriors, so they picked him and him and uh, Dave up. And then when they got back, they remained super close because they were both changelings now. And then um, when the youngest baby was born, Dave's wife didn't make it through the birth. Um, and then, like that, like that month, Dale moved in to make sure that Dave had everything he needed and had the support he needed. And then about a year later, they started dating, um, and then a year after that, they got married. Yeah, cool. So you, where, where, where to now? We, uh, Alessandro needs to pick up some stuff if they're going on this trek. Mm-hmm. Your place? Uh, so Alessandro gives you directions to uh, one of those kind of 
cheap, run-down, long-stay uh, hotels. Alessandro, you do know we have a guest room. Eh, I'm only here for a little bit of time before I'm off to the next place. This is just easier. Alright. Uh, besides, I had an apartment, I sold it, I was never there anyway. It's a long story. Well, if you ever want a home-cooked meal, I make great ribs. Well, I am sure I will take you up on that. I realized I'm playing, like, the opposite of Lav's dad's. I'm pretty much playing the gayest dude bro there is. I mean, Lav's dads are pretty basic, just guys. True. <laughs> I am just playing Lav's dads. Damn! You basic. <laughs> I think they take that as a compliment. They don't know what it means. Oh my Ugh. god! Jacob! If, I need something if to be canon! If anyone said that to Theo, Theo would uh, be joining his dad in prison because he would have murdered them. <laughs> Called him basic. <laughs> yeah, he would have like, yeah, their entrails would, would be all, their blood would fill the streets. Um, Jacob? Yes? Can Dave be one of Akoni's co-workers? Uh, you want Dave to also work at the bank? Yes, I want Dave to also work at the bank! Sure, sure. I mean, we all know Alessandro's brother, Ronaldo, works there. His bro- Did you plan that? No, I didn't. That's that. I made that. Oh, up. thank fucking god! <laughs> I made that up on the spot. Oh, thank fucking god! Cause I was shook for a brief hot second there. I was shook. All right, back to you, Caleb. Uh, well, Alessandra runs into. Oh my god! Well, I need to. We just went there. We didn't actually. I didn't say what he I know. did. I know. Stop trying to cut me off. Alessandro goes into his room and pulls out uh what looks like a sturdy, like compact uh hiking backpack. Uh you would take backpacking with you. Uh you see on the outside there's some rope strapped to it. Uh it has a small like uh tent and sleeping pad also strapped uh also strapped to the outside of it. Uh wow, well, already getting ready to head out? Oh no, I mean I fear we're going on adventure and it's going to be stuff where we're going to need to keep moving, so I just grabbed what I owned. I think we want these keys for very different reasons, Alessandro. I figured we are in very different lines of work. True. So, what do you want it for, he says as he pulls away to go towards the gobble market. I mean, a key that lets me go around the world. What better could there be for discovering new places and things? True, true. I'm surprised that you're looking for... It seems like it would be a little disruptive to, I mean, the fact you have a home with a tank window in the garage. Well, uh, it's a little embarrassing, but Dave's starting to get tired that I sleep so much at the office and he doesn't know when I'm going to be home. So I may be getting it to force me to go home once in a while. Holy shit, that's reason is so dumb. Uh, oh my and of god. It'll help with investigations and such. Um But like Alessandro's just kinda nodding as if he understands, but you you can it's pretty clear he's trying to like hold back a smile. I mean also it keeps it out of someone dangerous's hands. I mean I'm trustworthy. Uh-huh, I'm sure. And you know this way I just am two days at home, two days at work, two days at home, two days at work. Of, of course. This clearly seems like the only reasonable option for that. Yeah, and then somebody bad doesn't have it. Of course. 
I mean, you're using it for science, so that's good. I would uh, consider it history, but similar. I mean, science and history are pretty similar. One might say. It's the science of time! I'm guessing Dale doesn't say that. No, 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 no. Ruby did. Ruby did. Alright, so, yeah. I love it that Caleb's response to why Dale wants it is pretty great. It's so dumb. Um, is a very is the very like thing he could reasonably do without it for such a powerful artifact. Yeah. Um. So you guys enter into the hedge, a realm of fantasy, a place that you fought your way through, pushing past the thorns, the place where what feels right matters more than what is right. Um. The hedge of Boston is obviously a strange place, mixing with the emotions and the urban legends of the city. For starters, um, nobody nobody will ever get to the end of Mass Ave ah! in the Hedge of Boston. Jesus Christ. <laughs> ever. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> is this is why you were like, how, how fuck wild can I go with this, Jacob? Ever. Um, that's, thing a, that's a is, deep um, the pr- cut only from people living in Cambridge would get. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so true, though. The Prudential Center, unlike in the actual city of Boston, is in the exact center of the hedge. And no matter where you are, as long as you're outside, you can see it as long as you're in the hedge. Um, it goes up very high into the sky. And it looks a little different, obviously. It actually looks like a um, a map was displayed over it because, uh, you know, it's the focal point that people use to know where to go in Boston. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm not familiar with that. I just get lost. You, yeah, that's valid. Too um, fair, so does Caleb. <laughs> I, We've actually I gotten do. lost multiple times together. I've gotten, I've gotten a lot better. You have, and so have I. Unlike many of our friends, I've actually <laughs> Yeah, learned. no, very true. I, you have improved quite a bit. Yeah, the the hedge is a strange and wonderful place. Its brambles and thorns aren't always physical things you can perceive. Certain areas look like enchanted forests straight out of a fable. Others look like the wild, bad trip, psychedelic visions you get from taking a drug that you can't even recognize the name of once it's told to you. It's never a good sign. I um, also like, in this scenario, uh, you were taking a drug before you know the name of it. No, no, somebody told you the name, and it's not, like, even close to anything you recognize. <laughs> <laughs> you took it anyway. Yeah, it's like, this has no name. PCP-77? Um, Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, sure, my toes are fish. Like we don't know people that would just be like, yeah, sure, why not? I mean, it's very true. We that do. is such Slater energy. Like, oh, oh man, you were just calling God. him out. We have to I want cut you that. to keep that, and I want you to play it for him. We have to cut that and put it in bloopers, or just play it personally for Slater. Um. Yeah. Regardless, you know where the Goblin Market. Is located mm-hmm. in the city. It's located in the rough area of the Boston Market. Makes sense. Uh, near, the Haymarket yeah. t- near the Haymarket Tea yeah. Stop. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> I know. 
I have uh, been to Boston Market at least three times per year when I lived in Cambridge. When my family was bored, we would go to Boston Market. And I imagine you're pretty close to there already, um, especially since you sort of went with the intention of going there and the head just sort of reacted to okay, that. Okay, so, so we're within, like, close walking distance. Um, I have my duffel yeah. in my... The market my... is... Oh, can I... Can we can we agree that my guns work in the hedge? Sure. Okay. Yeah, because you you feel like these you trust these guns. Yeah, hands down. Yeah. Again, in the hedge, it's more important how you feel than what's really going. Yeah, he trusts these guns in any... his hands, his husband's hands, and nobody else's. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it, if they were in anyone else's hands, unless that person was sure they would work, they wouldn't work. Yeah. He has his pistol on his side, but his his rifles in his duffel. Yeah, so within uh, the the Goblin Market is this sprawled out area. Um, it has a number of very strange looking buildings with odd architecture, a number of tents, stalls, um, little shops. Um, and there's a mixture of people, both Changeling and Hobgoblin, that man these various stalls. Um, we were told basically where this dude is, right? Yeah, Moon Crash Moon uh, has something on the outskirts, has a little uh, area, which could generously be called a trash pile. If this um, man is the... not a reference to Moon Moon, I'm going to be livid. He's not. Aww. It's on the outskirts. Uh, it's right next to a stall that is run by a creature that claims to be one of the Fomorians of Irish myth. Um, All right, then. Which, you know... Very, it's the world of darkness. Very well could be true. Um, Very well could be total fucking bullshit. Yeah. Or, like, they could just think it's true. true. I'm, just, um, I'm just doing a tally of all the deep cuts in this. The Boston ones, <laughs> Fomorians from Irish mythos, Moon Moon. Um, look, we live in the age of the internet. They can look it up. <laughs> Especially Moon Moon. Um, yeah. Ah, Moon Moon. Um, so, uh... You go over to this, like, heap of garbage, essentially, and um, you don't really see anyone around it. Um, it's mostly got, it's actually um, next to it, next to this trash heap is like an old sort of style medieval forge, but also sort of constructed out of trash. I like it. But you don't see the, the anyone near it. Moon crash, moon! Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and Danny DeVito um, comes crawling out. <laughs> And sort of pushing its way out a... Danny DeVito, but he's inside of the body of, like, an old, destroyed Pikachu stuffed animal. Jesus. Um, pushing its way out of the, uh, the trash pile is, um, this tiny little creature. It looks kind of like, uh, a classic goblin. It's got a... However, he's got, like, a very, uh... Or it's got a very, like, round and kind of doughy face... It's kind of like if a classic, uh, like, mythology goblin fucked the Pillsbury Doughboy. Um, I feel sick now. You had... It's got, like, you tiny... had You had weeks to come up with a way to describe him, and that's what you went with. I know. <laughs> My stomach is <laughs> And you know what, Jacob? It wasn't upset. negligence. It was a choice. That, that makes it so much worse. <laughs> um, I, I just want you to know where I stand. Um... It has, like, tiny little beady little eyes. Is there a fancy name for these keys? Yeah, it's the silver key and the gold key. 
Mm. Um, you could also name them the precious keys mm. together. It has a nose kind of like kind of like Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. But that's cute. Um, and a little like almost reptilian tail. And it is tiny. It's like the it's like the size of like a small dog. It's like the world's worst pug you're okay. looking at. You mean a normal pug? Um, and it is covered from head to toe in like you can the only parts of it you can see are it's like little tail sticking out and its face. Um, because the rest of it is covered head to toe in armor that is just sort of like has like all of the scrap metal just sort of bolted on and like held together with tape. Um, so, uh, Dale is going to crouch down and say, we're looking for the precious keys and we were told you may have, uh, information on them. Why are you making yourself small? Are you making fun of me? No, I'm talking to you face to face like a man. Oh, okay. Well, uh, you got something to give me? He plops down the foot-by-foot four-inch glass. This here is a tank window from my time in Afghanistan. (sighs) He gets so excited. uh, It gets so excited, it starts gnawing on its own tail. Gross. Oh, that's kind of (laughs) cute. That's like my rats. What do you want for it? Getting the keys. Oh, okay. Well, well, I I I don't got the keys. I can tell you where the keys are. All right. Well, maybe you tell them and I decide if this window's still worth it. Mm. This here tank window is worth quite a bit to me. It is from my time in Afghanistan. This window saw combat and had to be replaced from the tank's chassis because of damage. It is pretty dang cool. It didn't get damaged. The tank got damaged. You You gotta give me if you want the info. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll give it to you, but I expect a little more than just info. Mm. Uh, Alessandro kind of leans in and whispers in Dale's ear, "What more do we want than info?" She he elbows Alessandro. <laughs> Come on, you gotta have something useful for a man like me. Mm, what do you want? Mm, do I see anything useful it's in his trash. junk? Heap? It's it's like it's like scrap metal. A favor. Mm. What kind of favor? I won't make you go into combat on my behalf if that's what okay. you're worried about. Good, because I'm a known coward. I suspected. Alessandro now nods his head with a little bit of respect for that. <laughs> the honesty. Yeah. Both with him, both with itself and other people. All right. If you're willing to tell me and give me a favor. Okay, roll a. We have a deal. Roll a pres- oh, presence plus persuasion. Presence or manipulation? Uh, manipulation. Just you give gotta. it to me. Manipulation. You didn't give the greatest argument ever. (laughs) Also, you are asking for you are asking for extra stuff. So yeah, can I use willpower if you want? There's not really a way I could say no. So (laughs) two successes. That's a pretty fucking cool window. Okay, okay. I I I will do you a small favor, and I'll tell you where I last heard the keys were. Deal. The first key, the silver key was last seen in the in the hands of a changeling named Mariah. She came by here. She was going to meet with the Lost Star, so he might know where she is. The gold key is up somewhere very high in a place in the clouds. Any more information on that second I don't one? know. Ask somebody that can get really high. All right. Thank you All right, for let's your find assistance. out. Congratulations on Let's your find out a friend who'd take a drug whose name they don't recognize. <laughs> Incredible. 
Alrighty. Let's find the dude who knows Yeah, Mariah. the lost star, also known as Orion. You don't know whether he gave himself that name or whether that's his Christian name. You'd imagine gave himself that name with the convenience of having a title like the Lost Star. Jesus has nothing um, to do with it. The Lost Star is another one of the entitled in the city of Boston. As such, he's a very powerful individual. And yeah, and he's also, since he doesn't really need the freehold, he's kind of aloof. And he spends most of his time in the hedge. So where the fuck is he? Um, you do know that he has a place um, that he likes to spend time in. All right, uh, we go to that place. Yeah. Before we go, uh, Alessandro whistles mm-hmm. for his hedge mount. Oh boy. Why don't you describe his hedge mount to me? Uh, well, bounding through the hedge, you see this kind of flash of this dark forest green scaly body. I know who it is. It's this long lizard body uh, whose body pretty much goes straight into this long neck and ends with this short rounded muzzle. On four short, uh, clawed <laughs> legs. And, uh, he has a saddle on its back. Thank God. Uh, and it bounds up, and Alessandro holds out his hand, and his hedge mount stops and presses its muzzle, its nose to his open palm. Good. And then he just starts scratching it right behind the neck scales. Yeah, makes an, an indescribable noise. Absolutely oh. does. <laughs> No, not like that at all. Caleb, you're ev- the GM. You can choose. Every time. I said it was indescribable, Ruby. I can't describe it. Yeah, but was what I described the noise? Who could say? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, and he uh climbs on. Can he take me too? I mean, I'll let Caleb decide. Yeah, sure. Okay. Awesome! Uh, you sit behind. It is not a saddle built for two, so you're kind of sitting barebacked, but anyway, it, uh, takes off very fast uh, because it has oh, the shit. many leagues merit so it can move uh, twice the normal speed of a hedge mount. Okay, cool. yeah. You are just zooming through the mm. hedge. Um, the brambles it's... and thorns all around you, the strange sights, sounds, and colors you occasionally Dale hear. Dale is holding on for dear life. You hear occasionally the local wildlife. Wah, you almost... Yeah, stuff like that. But (laughs) some of the creatures sound like they're almost barking in a way. They actually see like a pack of these weird dogs. And whenever they open their mouths to bark, uh, the only thing that comes out is, Hey, I'm walking here! Um, That's New York, It's a pack of roving New Yorkers. Yeah. Um, Fuck off. Hate New York. uh, What did New York ever do to you? My 16th birthday. Don't make me get into it. Okay, I won't. Um, You eventually find your way to this very, very tall, rickety-looking tower with what appears to be like a glass dome at the top that almost looks like a snow globe. In fact, it's just a gigantic snow globe on the top of this tower. And you know that this is the Tower of the Lost Star. Orion! Nobody opens the door. He'll climb up the tower? I mean, there's a door. Okay, he'll open the door. No, he... It's locked. Alessandro knocks on the door. No one answers immediately. Um, You think you can vaguely hear voices from the snow globe at the top, though. Can I climb the tower? You can try. If you want. What would that be? Dex plus athletics? Dex or strength? strength. fine. Okay. I'm going to use a willpower. Uh, Two successes. It's slow going. Very slow going. Uh, Alejandro, is there anything you want to do? 
I'm gonna wait until Dale is about a quarter the way up and see how that's going. It's uh, but why do I slow going? Why do I wait? I'm just going to knock again. Okay, actually, roll me an expression <laughs> plus presence roll. Oh man, I actually have both those things. Know what? I'm going to uh, spend a glamour too to give me a plus one on it. Oof, oof! That is a Jacob roll. Oh God! <laughs> that is zero successes. Yeah, no one comes to the door. I rolled a three, a five, a seven, and two ones. Sale is about a, about halfway up now. Okay. Oh, I guess that's our main option. Uh, Alessandro's gonna take out his grappling hook. Oh my God! And uh, try to latch it on. Okay. Yeah, roll me a strengthless athletics roll. Sure thing. Actually, let me spend willpower before I roll that. Three successes. <clears throat> okay, uh, cool. Yeah, you actually managed to launch it pretty far up there. Can you make me actually another roll? To st- actually, you know what? I'll just I'll just let you start climbing. You're actually, you're getting really close. You're like very much gaining on Dale. <laughs> Amazing. Can I mean, I, I am- Can I roll to like double my efforts? Wait, wait, hang on. Can I actually backtrack? Sure. I, I completely forgot. Alessandro doesn't do that at all. He just try, climbs on the back of his mount, Skippy. And no! Skippy starts climbing. <laughs> and with many no! leagues, you're up there in no time. Uh, yeah. Uh, Skippy also has the hedge foot merit, which means they can climb on vertical surfaces. Yeah, you just zoom right past Dale. Are He's you just climbing kidding up. me? Um, and you get to the top of the snow globe. Inside the snow globe, um... There's uh, two figures, one of which looks like like a totem pole um, with all the various animal faces carved into it, leading at the top, which has the face of an owl, um, but it has arms and legs coming off of it. Cool. You're just you're just in Christmas, aren't you? The sitting across from it, also in this snow globe, is the man who you've maybe seen once or twice, who's the lost star. He's a painfully attractive man. Rippling muscles, um, very statuesque. He has his hair shaved on one side and then swooped over onto the other. Mm. And he's got a uh, pitch black hair. Um, his skin is sort of a purple color with all these white dots in it. And his eyes are golden and they seem to sort of faintly glow. Okay, then. And he is wearing two things. God. Essentially underpants and a cape. I, um, and I, I do not support... Uh, and the cape is sort of pinned together and held on by, like, a little, like, star pendant. You K- better Caleb, let Skippy I, get I don't me. think I gave you permission to put male Lilith in this world. Uh, <laughs> he looks over at you, and he seems to hold up a hand to the totem thing that looks so, that sort of looks in your direction with those, like, carved eyes. And you can't really hear the exchange, but you can sort of make out, like, the tone. He seems extremely apologetic. Uh, and he walks over to you, clearly angry. Uh, yeah, no, I think as soon as Alessandra saw him do, Alessandra kind of averted his eyes. He walks over, and he just, he, go, he like, opens up, like, a hatch in the snow globe, closes it, and he goes, like, okay, seriously, what the fuck? You had guests at the door you weren't answering. Yeah, I was clearly either busy or not here. This is rude. I mean, we are here for an important mission. I think it's quite rude not to answer your door. Do I? Do, 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 do you see me climbing up your home? Is that something I you think, find acceptable? I think at this point, Dale's like, sorry, sir. I, he just went straight up 
It was a challenge to keep pace. I'm sorry to disturb you, but this is important. People could be in danger. I am entertaining a true fae right now, all right? A what? All right, well, if you'd like to have a meeting later, we'd be happy to. Okay, well, listen, I can only be here for a few moments, and um, I'm not really inclined to give you what you want right now, so tell me a good reason I should. Because people are hunting for the keys. Mariah has one, and we need to know where she is. Oh, yes, Mariah. Mm. Yes, she stopped by earlier. Uh, the other reason is I promise at least to never come by here ever again. And I promise to make sure he doesn't. Roll me a, uh, manipulation I mean, plus lying. persuasion like roll. Telling the truth. I'm gonna spend willpower on this. Yeah, you're gonna need it. Gonna I don't normally do require a certain number of successes to succeed, period, but you guys got off on the wrong foot. Uh... Ruby, please stop. Four successes. I'm to count. Okay. I got five successes. Fuck! Okay. He, he sort of narrows his eyes. Um, and you notice that his, like, pupils aren't in, like, a circular shape. They're, like, in the shape of stars. Um, so, uh, Alessandro doesn't scare. Whether he should or not, he does not scare easily. Yeah. Um, he's I mean, also, he I, I, very important thing that I forgot to mention, he's also flying right now. Like, he's just flying right in front of you guys. Okay. Like, yeah, gravity does not seem to hold him. With a name like the Lost guess. Star, it makes sense. All right, There's guess who else can fly? some key in the sky. Is it Skippy? Yep. Thank <laughs> God. Skippy can fly for one scene per day. I just um, did a spit take. Like, I spit water all over <coughs> myself. Uh, Fuck he you, says, Jacob Colbanner. Uh, the keys... So he said Mariah is mm-hmm. likely planning on trading away the key as she has no interest in it herself to the nothing cats what are those god this is this is much more what are the complicated then do i know what the nothing cats are you can roll me like a like an occult yes sure i'll, I'll also it do that i have cult? some dots in a cult Seven that, that's the whole point of it's like you've met them before uh, i got two i'm i'm friends i'm friends with fluffy uh, the Nothing Cats are a group of uh, hobgoblins. They appear as sort of strange, alien-looking cat beasts um, with hands, even though they move as quadrupeds. Rakshasa. <laughs> are you sure they don't have faces? I, and then no, we're not. We're dang. not. We're not going down that road. <laughs> okay. Again, okay. Fair enough. Hands. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Team dogs with hands. The Nothing Cats are notoriously greedy. But they will trade stuff for certain favors. Although it is known that they would much rather steal stuff. I know what. I know what. Okay. All right, let's do this shit. Alessandro tips his hat and starts climbing back down on Skippy. Again, sorry for his intrusion. I tried to catch up to him, but that dang lizard. Yeah, whatever. Just leave. Uh, he, he goes back in the snow globe. <laughs> I, I just love that we just did not give a fuck about the fact he's probably much more powerful than us. How much health does a true fae have? A true fae? They're no- this guy isn't a true fae, but true fae are notoriously difficult to, to deal with. True, I probably... If anything, like, if anything, he was also probably rushing you out because he's like, yeah, you're gonna die if the true fae gets angry about this. Yeah, no, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, he's just like, we, we could Listen, all if- die from this, please leave. Listen, if he just sent a message downstairs, 
He has a fucking title, man. Do you probably send, uh, like, drop a little message? Probably. But yeah, he goes back inside the snow globe. You notice that actually you could, when you saw through, they were, um, the two of them had, like, wine and cheese plates. <laughs> they're Incredible. fucking. Um, no, they weren't fucking. <laughs> they were just sitting around. They're fucking. Which, Meeks claiming that they're not fucking makes his outfit even more ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, no, I was about to say. Um, I'm yeah, that's his, jump... that's, his, that's his ceremonial wear. I'm going to look at Alessandra and be like, you're going to get me, right? Uh, wait, what? Get me. Get me down. Oh, climb on. By the way, he is sitting, like, he is pretty much straddling the front of the uh, saddle because they are completely 90 degrees. He's going to climb on and wrap his arms around the tail. Okay, amazing. <laughs> this is such a ridiculous sight. I love it. Yeah, so you guys make your way down, back down. So we know where to find yeah, these the, um, cats. You know a vague area that they like to spend time in. Um, it's hi ho, <clears throat> Skippy. It's around the sort of it's around the sort of Walden Pond area. Alrighty, what okay. the fuck is Walden Pond? Did do you actually not know what Walden is Pond it the is? Swan one? It's got or like a frog one? swamp near it. Is it the f- no? It's where the book Walden was written about. Is that in Boston? Yeah, uh, Greater like, Boston how far area. Out of Boston though, is it like forty-five minutes outside of Boston? Because that isn't Boston anymore. It's it's it was. It was near where you lived before you moved. Really? Yeah, like right before you moved. Like it was within easy walking distance. Really? But I thought Walden was written in a pond in the woods. No, wait, I'm thinking of Fresh Pond. You're right. Yeah, you're thinking of Fresh Pond. Yeah, I was about to say. I, I didn't want to say it, but I was absolutely, I was like, no, I am thinking I of Fresh Pond? It's near Fresh Pond. I also, that was my mistake. I didn't live there. I didn't okay, so it, it was fresh all. pond the whole time. <laughs> you know that fake lake. Walden Pond is Walden. Well, gang, it turned out it was fresh pond the Walden whole pond time. Actually, the, uh, the, the real fresh pond were the friends we made along the way. Walden Pond is the one with the like little like beach. There's a beach on the pond. Yeah, That's no, bullshit. yeah, because it's yeah, it it's is. outside That's of Boston. <laughs> it is in the woods somewhere. Okay, I was right. Um. <laughs> Can't believe you thought Fresh Pond was Walden Pond. Oh no, I made a mistake. How wild! Get over it, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So we're going Let's Fresh go Pond. To fresh Pond. Um, Hi ho, Skippy. Yeah. So you're riding out to Fresh Pond, and you approach it. Of course. <laughs> in in this uh. Area the water seems somehow murkier and um It's because it's laden with the silt of words. And are some strange shapes that sort of occasionally vaguely pop out of the water. Fluffy There's no response. Fluffy Uh wait, I, I may have a thing yeah. that can help here. I have the dream Ooh. contract Ooh. and one I have one dot in it with his which is the pathfinder. Uh, let's see. You mean Mathfinder. Uh, each success on the roll, the changeling learns a single pertinent fact about the local hedge. Most cases, its, its information is just that, a statement about whether something exists. It's not, it doesn't necessarily point out where a hollow or a pathway might exist, just the fact it's present. 
Okay, so I'm going to roll and try to figure out the best yeah. pathway to uh, these these this yeah, yeah. gang. More of more of like a, a uh, pack. Intelligence yeah. plus weird. That's not what Gertrude sure. cats pack. are called. I know. What are they called, Ruby? Uh, I need one more dice. I mean, lions or prides. Let's look up look up domestic cats. Yeah, I, I know lions or prides. <laughs> what kind of idiot doesn't know lions or prides? Ooh. Two successes. Yeah, you think you know? Holy shit! It's called a clowder, like cat chowder. Oh, I've heard or a glare. <laughs> a it's glaring. a glaring of cats. Also, Too fitting. A litter of kittens can also be called a Kindle. Incredible. A Kindle <laughs> kitten. <laughs> They're so fluffy they could light on fire easily. Um, you know a safe pathway th- through. Um, you're walking through. Occasionally, bubbles will rise up from the pond. And sort of float past. Um, so probably don't want to do this because the pond seems quite weird and unsafe. But if need be, Skippy can I run hate across water. You. How many points did you put into Skippy? <laughs> That's one God, merit. Damn. <laughs> one merit, at least the version of it I found because I'm kind of borrowing yeah. from second edition. One merit is like climb on a surface, run across water, and one seam per day can fly. So the uh, so you're walking around this uh, pathway. It's kind of a muddy kind of path, um, and the brambles and thorns do seem to uh, sort of go around the edges. But you do find your way to this uh, little clearing. It has like sort of a dip where it goes into the pond itself, and there appear to be a number of odd creatures arguing. Let's listen in. One of the creatures is uh, you can tell she's not a hobgoblin. She's a changeling like you. Um, her body appears to, it looks kind of like if you took a human and made them look a little bit like a pine cone. It's got kind of like that pine cone texture to it. So like something from Hilda. And it, she even has like almost these sort of like bark like plates covering her mouth and her forehead. Odd. Okay Um, then. Uh, others are the nothing cats who I described a little bit earlier. They're these very alien looking cats. Uh, they have these glowing blue eyes, strange patterns in their, uh, sort of, sort of a teal fur. And they, they have like these, Cheshires. they have these, uh, furry hands at the end of their legs, um, that kind of have like, uh, the best way I could describe it is they, they kind of look like, uh, Grinch hands. Oh God. So. No. Hmm. Like, you know, know Dr. Seuss hands that kind of end in a point, but it's a point made out of, like, fur? No, that's not evolutionarily smart. Well, Ruby, you're in the, you're in fantasy land. Yeah, but I don't like it, and it makes me uncomfortable. The guy fucking a totem pole didn't? <laughs> we're not fucking. Caleb, I think you underestimate how, <laughs> yeah, sure, how Caleb. much wood yeah. was around. Sure. Just like, yeah, Caleb. Air quotes. They weren't fucking. Whatever, guy. Please, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. They weren't fucking. They were making love. I hate how you guys just ignored my wood pun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I love it, but I can see how you would hate it. They are currently arguing not only with her, who does have the silver key in her hand, but they are also arguing with these strange, sort of hunched over fish looking creatures yeah now i've long talked about the sexiness of fishy boys these are not fishy boys as i have talked about them 
these are like fishy boys as in like what the fuck that the dude who is scared of all of people it's like no it's like it's like you took you took like a fish he wrote cthulhu you gave it legs and you made it sort of hunched over sort of like a almost like a knuckle walker and they've got these like big these big fins on their backs and they're arguing with interesting these strange cats what are they arguing about um the fish people are like they're like the key is ours by right. And uh, one of the cats is like, Meow. no, the key belongs to us. Meow. And what is the woman yelling? We've stumbled. We have stumbled into the meeting of the cats in uh, an American <laughs> tale. Oh my God, that's where it's from. <laughs> I love how we team. Like how many deep cuts I know, is happening this episode? You're, you got to be a specific kind of person to really get all these. But but listen, we're going the shotgun approach. Everyone will get at least it's one for, of them. Like, statistically, someone has to. If you're Jewish, you've definitely seen American Tale. It's the only only children. It's like one of two children's movies. Who may? Who knows? Maybe 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 I'll go even deeper. Maybe I'll start like making a bunch of references into like weird children's movies. Please don't. Like Dark Crystal and Never Ending Story. Let's not talk about either of those movies. I hate them both and they scare me. You ha- you hate Dark Crystal? I love Dark Crystal. Okay, I don't hate Dark Crystal. I just really hate Never Ending Story. <laughs> what don't you like about Falcor? <laughs> I've, I've heard this. I've heard this many times from Ruby. And I've never even seen Never he Ending Story. He looks like somebody tried to fuck a hound. Like one of those little wiener dogs. And then they threw a bunch of fucking hair on it and gave it a weird human face. It's true. He does look like an overly sexualized dog. They also fucking murder a horse because of sadness. That next part I don't. They murder a horse because of sadness. The next part I don't really get it, but the the I will admit. Are you fucking kidding me? I will say the Falcor thing. I was absolutely just. Just probing yawn. I agree. Falcor is very creepy. His, I think the part I hate about Falcor the most are his human eyes. Why the fuck does he have a mustache? It's because he was he based looks, off of a dog. He looks like a pedophile from the 70s. Yeah, except if that pedophile was a dragon. Yes, and had free access to children. Um, it's terrifying. Listen, let's get back to... Also, they kill a horse out of sadness! That's not okay! You can't drown a horse in sad mud! <laughs> this is America. You can drown anything in sad mode. I've never, I've never seen this movie, so that has zero I seen context it in a long time. for me. I'm kind of remembering it as I go. like fucking forever lasting scene where this boy and his horse have been doing this fantastic fucking journey, and then all of a sudden they're in like the Marsh of Sadness or some bullshit, and then all of a sudden the horse starts sinking into the marsh, and he's screaming, "No!" Ajax, don't have hope. Don't be sad. And then he sinks into the mud and dies. I was nine. Holy shit. Wow. I don't know if my feelings were so strong that I'd lose my voice. At least I'll sound more like Dale now. Um, Dark Crystal's a good movie in it. I will admit, Dark Crystal is actually very good. Yeah, but also, I'm glad like, it's getting a Netflix series. But all right, let's get back to the fucking podcast instead of me screaming about how they killed the horse. Yeah, 
No, that's probably a good idea. So how how are you going to deal with this little conflict? Quick question. Yeah. Does Skippy have a chameleon tongue? You mean that yeah. like shoots out? No. Oh, no. I really wanted him. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't give Skippy him that. Can I give you merit? my XP so Skippy can have that because that'd be the funniest shit. No. Why don't we just walk up on here? Yeah, let's do that. Riding our beautiful steed. Um, one of the uh, the nothing cats uh, sort of turns its attention to you. We're busy. I think uh, we'd like some claim to that key. I think we have some at least. <sighs> Seriously? Hey, That's you want to get rid of it? We want it. Okay. He, what are you turns... willing to give for it? Alessandro tilts his head at that and just goes, what type of person trying to sell something doesn't like an auction and multiple people bidding for it? I guess you have a point. Carry on, what are you going to give me for it? He's been to a lot of auctions. I can take you, I know some of the most beautiful caves and systems in the known world. Actually, you could get some pretty valuable gems and jewels from them. Okay, keep talking. And I'll make sure you don't get killed while down there. Uh, roll me a um, manipulation. I, I have experience leading both myself and groups. Can I intimidate some of the her? Most complex, an- beautiful, and complex, beautiful, and uh, in some cases, valuable cave systems around the world. Can I do manipulation plus sites. intimidation to be like I look scary? What? <laughs> that seems to be no. To be like seems to, to like kind of defeating this. My, it's kind of hurting sure my case. I'll make sure you don't get down there. Like saying, like, uh, look how scary and big I am. I'm definitely going to be able to protect you. What? Yeah, you're protect her from yeah. what? It's well, a cave. Well, to get there, we're going to have to go through some dangerous area. I think persuasion is really the the thing here. Do I get? Ah, shoot, I don't have a special team persuasion. I have I have like archaeologist and exploration, but neither of those are in persuasion. So, uh, I'm going to spend. No, I want this work. I'm spending a willpower, and I'm going to spend two glamour. Give myself another cool. plus two, plus cool. five dice on this. That's three successes. Okay. Can I do uh, words of memories never never lived? What is that? It alters memories. It's a vanguard vanglory ability. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> what are you trying to alter? What I'm I'm trying to like. I'm trying to make her think that she's worked with me before and knows that I'm, like, reliable. Okay. Give it a shot. Yeah, you do or at least she has ca- heard powerful. of me do that. Sure. Like, she, I want her to think that she has heard of us and that we are sure. reliable. Yeah, give it a shot. So how do I do that? Um, You spend three glamour and one willpower. Mm, sounds good. You roll your weird plus your expression. Not great scores. Can I use willpower? Versus their versus their composure okay. plus weird. Can I use willpower? You may. I'm going to roll for her. Two, three I'm successes. You did tie. Does it help that it's uh, a five point power? Since one, I'm going to go for this for this one off. You don't have to do can these. It, you can don't I have get to do these rules yourself, Jacob. But for this bo- the, this one off, yeah. as a general rule, as a GM. I'm going to say Ruby one because my general rule as a GM is players win on ties. Ah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, that's, um, that's fair. I like that better than Defenders win on ties. Um, awesome! <laughs> I just barely yeah, speak Yeah, so with the combination of you two, she goes, okay, okay, shake on it. And you can, you can yeah, feel Alessandra sort of will. the glamour gathering around you. You are about to craft an oath. Dale will. Dale will. Yeah, this will be the chance. Yeah, uh, Sandro absolutely will. He he no yeah. he was telling the truth. 
So was Dale. Um, so yeah, you guys are now bound by the weird to your word. Mm-hmm. Um, and she hands you the keys. The fish people look very enraged. Gold and silver or just silver? It's just silver, the key. The cats, you know, they're cats. They're always a little bit pissed off, except when, you know, people are showing showering them with attention. You might want to get on Skippy, he says to the woman. She says, I'll be fine. Now this lady made okay. a deal with us and we're going to keep it. You better stay uh, out of the way. Roll an intimidation check. Does army dude help? What? That's a, oh, that's sure. a specialty. So it's a... Uh, yeah, he's a specialty named intimidation army dude. What is it? What is it? Uh, manipulation plus intimidation? Yeah. Okay, so that's six dice. <laughs> That's five successes. Yeah. The fish people, one of them sort of roars, kind of like a, or like barks kind of like a dog in anger, but they don't, they don't go for you and they actually sort of slink back into the water. The cats seem displeased, but unwilling to do anything at the present moment. Uh, let's get a moving then. Yep. Uh, I have Skippy take off as fast as possible. Okay. Uh, and then I use my mm-hmm. contract of smoke to invoke my never tread power, which means we leave no uh no way no like uh That's ways to very track smart. us. I was absolutely Tracks. I was absolutely gonna have the yeah. nothing cats plague you later, but now I will not. <laughs> yeah, it it obscures signs left by our movement. Hang on, I need to roll something just to make sure I succeed. Dale's gonna ride spend... backwards, by the way. With his um, pistol ready, in case somebody tries to follow uh, him. Okay. Okay, let me do intelligence plus weird. Yeah, I got uh, two successes, so that's a cool. success. They're not going to be able to track you. That's some good thinking, essentially. Oh, also, uh, oh, I could have gone even a plus two from it. Environment, nobly resisting, holding marks of passage. It's it's across water. We can yeah, literally run across water. It changes based on the yeah. emotions of the people so, around. Yeah. Like exactly. <clears throat> so yeah, I uh, I spent okay, a glamour so now on you've that. Got to find somewhere high. What All right, I... back to the snow globe, you guys. No, I'm kidding. I was more thinking the whatever fucking tower or whatever the the Prudential Center. Yeah, um, that place. it might be hard to get up there. We have Skippy. You do. To be fair, if it's if it's uneven or they're like ledges. I don't think we can really hold on to Skippy if Skippy's walking yeah. literally upside also, down. Like, you might want to like check with somebody that might know the area. Luckily, you do know somebody in the Freehold yeah. that does know the area. Oh, There's perfect. a man named Hunter who is also a changeling. Uh, and the changelings actually use him to keep them sort of appraised of the, of the hedge. They use him kind of as sort of a, a recon because he has an airplane in the hedge. He's a former Air Force pilot. I... Oh, damn. Oh my god, can I relate to him on yeah, military sure. shit? I, that's why I said you know him. You probably know him. Hey, we um, should go see He's a very Hunter. smart guy, because you know you have to be very intelligent to be you in the Air be. Force. You anyway. know that he hangs out in like a sort of pub-style place in the Goblin Market. What's okay. his yeah, name again? You, Let us go. Hunter. Hunter. You arrive in the Goblin Market, um, and you go to the pub-style place. It, it does look like a pub with... Uh, it's got these sort of strange, almost like wind chimes outside of it, uh-huh. um, all around it, or all around the circumference of the entire building, um, on poles. Yes. Um, once within, the place is filled with smoke, 
And there's a number of patrons of a variety of different weird-looking forms. And you do see Hunter. Hunter in the hedge. He does have that sort of Air Force, that sort of, like, you know, pilot's off-duty bomber jacket. Yeah. Uh, Under that, he has a white tank top. He's a fairly good-looking guy. He's got blonde hair. He's got, um, like, sheet-white skin with weird symbols in it. Weird blue symbols. Mm. Because he is one of these sort of air-based Ferris. Do they have beers? Um, they've got they've got a lot of weird drinks, and he appears to be uh, eating some wings with some sauce on them, <laughs> like they're drowning in sauce. Mm-hmm. And he's as, just like he's like do. crying as he's doing it. Can I walk up to the bar and uh, order a glass of milk? I was about to uh, say sure. we should yeah. order him a glass of milk and a beer. Um, so you bring him over some milk. Oh, uh, hey. He puts down the. Hi, uh, do you remember me? Yeah, Dale, right? Uh, Dale, Chief Warrant Officer of the First Brigade Combat Team, Thirty Fourth Infantry Division, uh, Civil Military Operations in Afghanistan. Cool, cool. Yeah. So we have a question about some sort of gold key in the sky. Okay. We heard uh, you're the one who knows most about this area, and obviously yeah. the sky. He says he gestures to the old yeah, biplane yeah, I outside. I saw, like uh, somebody taking it into like a building on a cloud or something, or like Where floating, floating up there. Oh, or I saw it floating up there, and a person went in after it. I think his name is um, Plague. Yeah, Plague. Changeling or hobgoblin? Weird guy. He's a changeling. Um, Alessandro nods as if that's <laughs> a totally normal name. You want one of these? By the way, he points to the chicken wings. Yeah. Sure, here. Alessandro would take I'll one. I'll warn you, the, Dale... the sauce is pretty wild. Ah, I'm sure I got it. Dale tries it. It's not um, it's not traditional spice. Um, oh, I know. What do I have to roll to not scream? I mean, it's it's not like... it. I'll tell you this now. The wings are uh, are covered in a sauce that is made of the me- every memory of when you cried at a piece of fiction. <laughs> so zero. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Or like when you got emotional. Alessandro has cried at at many things. Alessandro cried at the opera he saw <laughs> earlier. Now they're both blabbering like babies too. Yeah. Shit, man. These that are was the, I thought the fact thought he, the fact he was Peruvian was gonna help him <laughs> deal with some spice, but nope. <laughs> no, different interaction. No. I think they're. I think it's just three men sobbing. Yeah, it's it, yeah. For a little bit. Three adult men crying. Just three adult men crying. So anyway, uh, so Skippy can fly? Sandro nods. All right, let's go. Have fun. Thanks for that. Thanks I, for the I, information. Anytime. I forgot I cried when I read Pride and Prejudice. Ruby, why Why every character? Can't there be, because can't there be one? <laughs> Pride and Prejudice is a masterpiece. Can't there be one that Listen, even Alice has it, either hasn't read it or just doesn't like it? <laughs> I can't relate to them, then. Can't, can't there just be one? No, I can't relate to them. So, uh, next thing you're gonna make, like, settings that aren't urban fantasy have their own version of Pride and Prejudice by having your characters oh, just declare about it. Good sir. You don't even know. Um, anyway, so I'm guessing we climb on the back of Skippy. Yeah. So, I don't think Skippy grows wings or anything. Just... I think he just starts climbing in the air as if he was climbing up not a 90 degree, but a very slanted surface. Oh, I just kind of imagine it's like a helicopter. Like, he isn't a helicopter, but like how a helicopter lifts like a cow or something. How like no, the animal no. sort of flops. Like, think like, you know, like Jurassic World Evolution, how the dinosaurs Listen. are just sort of floppy in the air. 
Listen, I kind he of just imagine like... he went floppy and started rising. <laughs> he does not look like Cthus Draub when he casts fly. Excuse you, Caleb, what does he look like when he flies? I, was, I can't I believe was you want him to look like more. a glitching out character. I was thinking much more. Listen, I know I wouldn't Caleb on my side. I was thinking much more like Binky from Discworld. Oh, yeah, perfect. Where he just like looks like he's climbing, just there's nothing under yeah, him. Got me. Like Binky looks like he's running, just there's nothing under but him. But he's a horse, that makes sense. Yeah, and he's climbing like a lizard, the like lizard we established needs to be he climbs. a stupid floppy boy! <laughs> just give me my stupid floppy boy! You make a convincing argument using a phrase like stupid floppy boy, but no, it's, it's, I gotta no. take it, I gotta give it to Jacob, it's his, it's his stupid animal. I quit the podcast. It's my boy! <laughs> and that made it all worth it. Um, yeah, so you climb up. Don't worry, it looks really dumb, still, because he has short little stuffy (laughs) legs, so it's just like a slow, like, climb. So yeah, you guys go up to this, um, you see this building sitting on one of these strange, sort of like, pink clouds. The building's made of- Are they cotton candy, and can we eat them? No. Um, I mean, you can, you can do whatever you want, but no, it's not cotton candy. The building is made of wood, it's sort of a square building with a big door- uh, on the outside. Is there any other entrances? Um, yeah, there's a couple doors. Are any of them open? Do you want to try them? Uh, let's knock first. Yeah, there's no response. All right, I'm going to open All right, them. I'm going to start climbing. <laughs> it's not a big building. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's a one-story I'm, building. I'm going to open <clears throat> them, uh, tactically. Okay, you open one, and there's a long hallway with doors on either side, several doors on either side. Hello? Alright, let's start sweeping. You see the gold key float up, go into one of the doors, and the door closes behind it. Oh my god, we're gonna Scooby-Doo this shit! I'm going to go in the opposite door. Romy Dex plus thing. It's the one thing I couldn't do in my (laughs) Scooby-Doo-themed Halloween special. I follow that key. Two successes. And I am on Skippy's... No, I'm in front of Skippy and both of our legs are just kind of scrambling in the air. I think Skippy will the fit air. through the front door, unfortunately. But Okay. Uh, my legs but are just kind of scrambled. Scoob. My legs Caleb, just kind of scramble as I do the thing where I lean forward as I run after it. Um, you run through Why one door and you come out another. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, do I see the key? Yeah, the key floats in through another door. You don't know where it's come out. <laughs> Okay, what what happened to Dale when he went through the opposite door? Um, Dale actually encounters a room with what appears to be a frightened figure in the corner. Um, it turns out Pack is not the only uh, prehistoric-looking uh, being in town. Oh, shit. Plague looks like a mixture of several pl- prehistoric animals. Oh, God. Um, or at least extinct animals. Um, got the tusks of a woolly mammoth, um, some vague dinosaur features... It's called Saurian. Uh, yeah, Saurian. Whatever. <laughs> Fucking nerd. Yeah. Whatever, nerd. Who cares? Um, some, what appears to be just sort of like extinct, like maybe like a little bit of the features of a thylacine. Googling that now. It's the extinct uh, Tasmanian wolf. I don't think it's thylacine. Okay. What? I think it's, I think it's thylacine. Have you ever heard, have you ever, have you ever heard it spoken? 
Yes, actually. Okay, then you probably know better than I do. Let me let me double check. It doesn't. It's it's a small detail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're you're right. I was thinking of a different one. So yeah, it's got it's, the features of those thylacine, three. Yeah. And he just he he looks up. And he goes, Where, "Where's where's the key? Where's the key? Why are you huddled in this corner?" I I, I got I I just taking a, a rest. It's this this play. And as he says that, Alejandro goes out one door and comes out another, like on the opposite yeah. end of the hallway from where he was. I like well, how Ruby's like, I'm going to try to game the system. And Jacob's like, this is amazing. I follow that key. Wait, 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 wait. How specific do we have to be with the silver key? Um, you haven't bon- You haven't like taken the oath and had it passed on to you yet. Oh, okay. No, my Yeah, man. In order to get it, there has to, be, there has to be a certain amount of pomp and circumstance. Okay, no, that makes sense. That makes sense, especially for changeling yeah. stuff. Uh, I try to follow the key again. <laughs> Roll me a... Dex plus athletics. Does hiking help? Yes. Caleb, well, it's really? going between two okay. Can I shoot the key? You can try. I'm spending a willpower on this. I'm going to shoot the key. Flag uh, is going to go running is... after the key, too, actually. He's kind of ignoring you guys. Like, he's not actively trying to stop you, but he's trying to get there first. Two successes. Okay, let me roll for Flag. Damn, I rolled no yeah, Neither of you have caught it, but you're you're doing better than Plag is. You're getting closer than Plag is. I'm going to roll for the key to dodge, which is just not a <laughs> sentence I really thought I'd have to say today. Three, four, five, six successes. Wait, seven successes. Wow, you roll a lot to shoot. I roll 12. To be fair, it's a moving key. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually going to be higher difficulty. I'm going to say it's difficulty nine. Oh, fuck. Okay, so that's still one... Two successes. Uh, yeah, you miss. All right, can I aim at where approximately it will be when it floats by? You don't know where that is because it keeps going through doors. Yeah, but once it's on one side. What? What? Like, it, it, it's, it's going through doors, right? Yes. But if it is going through doors, it goes at a certain height, correct? It's kind of going up and down. All right, never mind then. Fuck that shit. I mean, your thing means if you take uh, your turn instead of shooting... Mm. You can take a turn to aim, or up to three turns to aim, and each time you'll get a bonus next time you shoot. Okay. Type of thing. Uh, I'm just trying to chase it. Does my spelunking specialty uh, merit help? Yeah, please. By all means. Because I have one to ignore darkness penalties and uh, uh, penalties to speed in tight spaces. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that helps or not. Yeah, that does. This is definitely a tight awesome. space. I think Dale's uh, just going to sit this one out. He knows that... Uh... Alessandro is probably better set for this. All right. So am I rolling again? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to spend my last willpower point. Uh, unless, do I get a willpower point back for greed? Yes. Nice. Because that's my vice. He's an archaeologist. Of course, his vice is greed. This belongs in my closet. It belongs in my museum, not your museum. God, that's such an archaeologist thing. Also a British thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> AKA... Uh, I feel like she's also a colonizer thing. Yeah. yeah. They were just the biggest ones around the world, so. Yeah. Anyway, that was four successes. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm going to roll for it to evade you. I can't believe you were rolling for the key to dodge. It's a tough key. Yeah, you grab it, and Plague notices that yes. and goes, no, 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 and it's going to try to charge at you and tackle you. Yeah. Can I shoot like him? Coming. You want to shoot him? Yeah, he's attacking him. Not like lethally. <laughs> Can I do, shoot him non-lethally? Do what you want, man, but seems a little extreme. 
But you Can know, I let off a gunshot into the ceiling? To scare him, yeah. you mean? Like a warning yeah, shot? Sure. Roll me an intimidation check. Or like a warning shot over him? Roll me an intimidation check. Plus, what is that? I'm going to say it's a difficulty five because, you know, you're shooting a gun. Can I also do something on top of that in case this doesn't work? Five successes. Four successes. I want to use my uh, kith ability. Wait. I want to use my kith ability as a bright one. Uh, goblin illumination. If I spend a glamour, I become painfully bright. And that acts as partial cover, giving a minus two to anyone trying to target me. Does army dude help? Yeah. So uh, I I just suddenly start glowing this like painfully bright painfully bright light. So that's that is five successes. Yeah. Okay. My thing may not even matter. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh-huh. Like Dale scares yeah, him. Yeah, he's he sort of scampers away, and he's he's going like sorry, 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 sorry. Oh oh shit! Sorry. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Good choice. Let's uh at home yeah uh alessandro hands you the sofa key (laughs) dale takes it yeah from there you can't believe that i Um, didn't even really get to roll what what do you mean you've never got to shoot anyone i I wanted to shoot someone i mean so we have a problem what skippy can only fly for one scene per day jesus christ yeah yeah you're stuck up there for a night (laughs) unless Depending on how high we are, can we use him to break our flo- fall? That... Because he does have the merit dream spun, which means if he passes away after a good night's sleep, he comes back. <laughs> or is I there think that water still counts us? as animal cruelty, though, right? Yeah, that's true. He still feels the pain. <laughs> I, oh listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. I didn't actually expect to do it. I just wanted to bring up his last merits. Because <laughs> I won't find a way to use every one of his merits. Oh Caleb, is there perchance a water under us? Sure. Okay, we'll jump off into the water. Yeah. We jump off into fresh pond. Roll strength plus athletics. All right. You don't want to do that. There's those angry fish people, remember? They're not in fresh pond. They're in Walden. The angry fish people? <laughs> Yes! No, they're in Fresh Pond. Remember I said, never mind, no, it's Fresh she's, Pond then. She was making fun of you, Caleb. Oh, okay. So, um, actually, you can roll, but uh, Alessandro's going to yell something right as you jump off. He's not going to jump off unless Alessandro's jumping off with him. Okay, we are about to jump off, and Alessandro goes, wait, 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 wait. And he takes out his grappling hook. Jesus. And he uh, hooks it, and he has experience plunking and going through ruins and stuff, so he cinches himself and uh, cinches cinches Dale up so they can... I mean, it won't be pretty, and it will be very laborious, but to the best of their ability, lower themselves down. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds great. Um, they manage to get themselves down, um, and they see these large, like, old-looking sort of gates for them with two keyholes, and... Plagues come down with you guys if you let him. Mm. Alessandro makes him promise he won't try to attack them for the key. I swear. Uh, and, you know, it's a bound Kid. oath, so. Then, yeah. Yeah, Alessandro will help him he's down then. He's very scared of uh, Dale. So yeah. Not... Alessandro feels kind of bad. He's just after the same thing they were. I mean, at least he wasn't shot. <laughs> yeah. Could have gone a lot worse for him. By the way, Dale didn't want to shoot him. Ruby did. I know. And that's almost worse. But... <laughs> yeah, you see this big gate with two keyholes. Uh, which one's silver, which one's gold? There doesn't seem to be a particular. All right, I guess we're going to open these gates. Okay. Are you, Dale, are you 
let's just double check for sure we want to do this because I don't think there's any going back. What I do mean, you want I... him for? He says to the scared little dude. To never be held again. What can you give me for it? Uh, uh nothing. How about you work for me? A day job. Mm, no, I, I don't do those well. I mean, it doesn't need to be during the day. I just need some help once in a while. You sure? He doesn't seem to, like, quite trust it. Hey. If I <laughs> you fuck did this fire up, a shot above his head. If I fuck this up and my husband gets mad at me for it, I'm in trouble and I'd rather not be in that trouble. Oh, okay. So, uh... He's gonna hold out a hand. You help me out once in a while and I, uh, give you this key? Mm-hmm. One more thing. Mm-hmm. Promise me you won't hurt people with it. Mm-hmm. All right. Is this is this another bound oath? I mean, most, most you're doing like change for changelings. It's very hard not to not to yeah. yeah that's fair. Um, which is just why a, a lot of changelings, double check. a lot of changelings are very ten- like wary about um, making promises, getting into uh, romantic relationships with mortals. Because in like a romantic mm, relationship, yep. there's all these little promises you make to one another. Yeah. And at any time, a changeling could, like, fuck up and make it, like, bound by magic. That's why Gloria was so tentative. I mean, that and other reasons. So, Dale shakes his hand on it. Mm -hmm. First deal, though, I need somebody to get me home. Uh, Alessandro pats his... Will you get me to my car? Absolutely. Thanks. Um, Alessandro says, I want to check with you because you have a home. You have a home and a family who want you back. I'm not that type of person. I spend my time hiking through jungles and plains and mountains looking for places that have been lost to time. I don't have that home I need to go back to. Yeah, it seems like it would also put a little bit target on my head, so. A lot of people do seem to be after these. (laughs) Yeah. And hey, next time I'm back in Boston, I will take you up on those ribs. Deal. And uh, Alessandro walks up to the gate as well. Um, there is the oath that you need to swear inscribed on the gate. I assume you read it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and you both turn the key. Bitch, you didn't write an oath? I have it written, but I don't want to, like, bog down the session any more than I have. Unless you guys want me to... No, 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 it's okay. I, I knew you probably had it written. I was just fucking with you. Yeah. I want to want to speed things along. We've had some technical difficulties. It is 1120. Continue. And yeah, that is uh, the end of our one-off. Yay! I I feel good knowing in the future what the deal he made with that other changeling lady, uh, that he will get to use his pelunking <laughs> merits. Uh, uh, Ruby is bummed she didn't get to shoot someone. There was an opportunity for a combat, but you guys avoided it. The fish people yeah, and the cat people. We're usually pretty good at avoiding combat as dorks. Yeah, I'm gonna actually you intimidated I'm gonna... them, and then I made it so they couldn't track right, us. So. Um, that is the end of our episode. Uh, I wanted to thank everybody for listening, and hopefully you <laughs> like it enough so that I can GM again in the future. Um, yeah. Don't as feel pressured, audience. You don't have to. And, uh, yeah. Um, thanks again, and I'll see you in the next one. Any any closing remarks, um, either of you? Maybe let's, let's go with Jacob. Any closing remarks, Jacob? Thank you for listening. The next episode coming out in two weeks will be another one-off it'll either be me or ruby we'll see how things go um so make sure you tune in for for that it's gonna be a very different type of one-off so uh you probably want to check it out just to 
see what it's like. See if you like a different type of one-off as well as this one. And you can always support us by following us on Twitter, on Facebook at D3ThePodcast. Or if you feel so obliged, become a patron to us on Patreon.com slash D3ThePodcast. For as low as $1 a month, you can get access to... You can get access to short stories every month written by mostly me, but sometimes some other people. And you get access, you get your name in the description and a whole plethora of different things. So give it a, give it a thought, maybe. I'm done. All right, Ruby? Uh, Well, I just wanted to say that Dale definitely didn't have a thirst for blood in this. He was totally glad that they didn't have to do combat. But uh, Ruby has a thirst for blood uh, when it comes to uh, D&D. And, you know, I think that always reaches just all the way back to my very first 